Mahomes to McCole Hardman. What do you think the pass rating is? I don't know. One fifty-one. Where does that rank? Probably first. First in the yeah, NFL. Yeah, first in the NFL. Okay. How many targets? Done. How many targets? I don't didn't say. I didn't look don't that up. Me. I didn't look that up. No, 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 no that matters. That's a mic drop. He's got, NFL. If, you if, ask if, me who the X factor is. Tyreek Hill. If y'all say Michael Hardman can replace Tyreek Hill, no. y'all can just I'm leave. Saying, tip off the buzzer beater. Kick off to Hail Mary. This is Triple Overtime. Welcome to Three OT Triple Overtime. I'm Tiago, alongside Tony Cliff, and we have a special guest in the house today. Uh, we got our good friend Holden. He'll be joining us on the show today. Holden, say what's up to everybody. Yeah, what's up? All right, we got Tony. What's up, what's up? Cliff. You already know. Hey, that's it, that's it. So we'll be uh, talking some NFL. Uh, we'll get some new fresh takes to add to the conversation. Obviously, Super Bowl 54, the 54th Super Bowl and the 50th Modern Era National Football League Championship game happening this Sunday in Miami. Uh, obviously, we're going to decide the champion uh, for the NFL's 2019 and 100th NFL season. So we have a lot to get to today. As we normally begin the show in a pretty lighthearted fashion, um, you know, lots of jokes. It's, 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 you know, generally pretty low key. Given the nature of recent events, we'd be remiss not to start the show by first and foremost, um, like the rest of the world, addressing the tragic loss of an NBA legend, one of the greatest players to ever step foot on a basketball court, uh, number eight, number 24, the one and only Kobe Bean Bryant. I know when it happened, I didn't believe it. You know, I know Cliff texted me and, and, and you know, uh, Tony and, and Holden, you called me actually. And um, I was in disbelief. Kobe was a legend. No doubt. Yeah, I remember when uh, Cliff texted us and, and uh, Tiago, you and I just stopped and we were like, ah, TMZ is the only one reporting it. We're going to wait. We're going to wait. We'll let, we'll let it ride. And just hoping it was fake. Because we're like, you know, come on, man. This is Kobe. Kobe. Kobe's too stubborn to die, bro. Like, Kobe, Kobe's going to live forever. He's going to outlive all of us. And, you know, as reports started coming in, I was watching the Pro Bowl. Probably the only person watching the Pro Bowl. Uh, <laughs> yeah. ESPN and uh, ABC started reporting it during the Pro Bowl. So, you know, it was, it was a moment where all of us kind of took a step back and we were like, whoa, what are we doing? Couldn't, couldn't believe it. Kind of overshadowed the Pro Bowl. To be quite honest. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I think it's kind of overshadowed this whole week of sports. Um, you know, slightly the, the Super Bowl, you know, it's definitely going to be a topic uh, going into this weekend. Uh, an international figure who's had such a big effect on so many people. Uh, I don't think we've seen anything like this or, or such a shock since, I mean, possibly Michael Jackson, you know? Yeah. I mean, I don't even know what else I could say at this point. I think everything has been said through social media, Instagram, Twitter, you guys. I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's going to be a tough one to get over. Um, you know, he's impacted so many people. A lot of people, you know, try to emulate him in, in ways that doesn't have to do with basketball, just, you know, his drive, his motivation, his, his will to do, to get whatever done. So, um, I would, I can definitely say it's probably the biggest, probably most impactful celebrity that we lost and I was kind of like man like it was really sad of course too with with him losing his daughter but uh yeah bro it's just you know it's a tough week uh unfortunately you know man things happen a lot of things are out of our control so it's just it's just really unfortunate only thing I can say that I didn't, anything else that anybody else said I mean the coverage on this is non-stop we're late to the game just because of our recording schedule but the thing that 
you know, brings to mind is that like mama mentality. And we all, you know, we all talk about it. We've talked about it for years, just watching the games. And even, I mean, he just released a, co- uh, a children's book and, you know, it's got that mama mentality. Like, yeah. and it's something that, you know, I hope that we can continue kind of putting in the forefront of our minds, just even with this podcast, with our, with our personal projects and our, our professional projects is we can have that mama mentality to get it done. Agree. Agree. Kobe was, was bigger than life without a doubt. He, he transcended sports and, you know, we see that, um, the world stood still, honestly, and it still feels like it is. Um, so it's crazy to, to even, you know, think that, you know, honestly, the, the Super Bowl, you know, football is, is here, you know, and, and these guys, Pat Mahomes and, you know, the 49ers and Jimmy G and those guys has, have had such a tremendous season. You know, they have a job to do. They, they have to move on and move forward. So as tough as it is, um, we'll definitely have to move on and, and, and move forward. But, um, we'll, we'll touch uh, on some more Kobe, um, towards the end of the show. But, um, moving on, you know, we do have a, a game this Sunday. It's a big one too. Uh, you know, some might say even legacy is involved here. Uh, Andy Reid is back to the bowl. Uh, you have Pat Mahomes finally making it to his first Super Bowl. Uh, the 49ers are quite a story with Jimmy Garoppolo. So uh, we have a lot to get into. Let's start with the MVP. And I don't mean the MVP of the league. I don't mean the MVP of uh, even the Super Bowl uh, and prediction on that. But who is the MVP of each Super Bowl team? And when I say that, I mean, who is the most valuable component to each team, to each team's success? Do you mean like the guy who's going to contribute the most in the game or the guy who's going to be the difference between a win and a loss? I mean, the guy, if he's not on this team, you don't win this game. If he's not on this team, you don't win this game. The MVP of the Kansas City Chiefs is Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes. Easy. (laughs) Patrick Mahomes? Yeah. I was going to say Sorensen. What? <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, no, it's it's obviously Patrick Mahomes. I mean, if it wasn't for Sorensen, he doesn't make that tackle against the Texans. We might have a different story. I it's, doubt it. It's Sorensen. That, that's what the announcer said. He said, "Who else but Sorensen?" <laughs> I remember hearing that. Holden kind of looked at me, but um, but no, no. In in all seriousness, yeah, it's Patrick Mahomes, and uh, what he's done is incredible. I, I think no, there's no doubt or no question um, that he's the most a valuable component to what the Kansas City Chiefs do. But I think the question is a little bit more difficult for the Chiefs, let, no? Let me give you let me I'll give you a co-MVP for the for the uh Chiefs actually. Okay. Shoot. Uh Andy Reid. So well, I know that? he's not on the team, but without him, uh I mean Patrick Mahomes is mad talented, but without their scheme, his scheme and his play calling and his ability to uh put Patrick Mahomes in a in a place to succeed, they they aren't where they're at. What's well, interesting? I think I think we kind of touched base on this uh, last week a little bit when we were talking about the the system quarterbacks, and yeah. I feel like Patrick Mahomes is somebody who transcends that. He doesn't really need. I mean, not not to knock Andy Reid. Andy Reid's probably. I mean, he's he's top five coach. He's one of the best coaches we have in the league right now. But I don't think I don't think Pat Mahomes necessarily needs Andy Reid, right? Pat Mahomes doesn't play on a team by himself. No, no, I agree with that. It's just, it's a little hard to to judge because I mean, who has he had? All these, you know, past couple of years, he's had Tyreek Hill, he had Kareem Hunt last year, he's had the best tight end in the league last year, and this year maybe a little, maybe somebody, somebody else, George Kittle. But uh, I mean, other than that, he's Damian Williams, Sammy Watkins, uh, Weaponry, 
Exactly. So That's true. I so just is, is Tom Brady not Tom Brady without? Is Tom Brady Tom Brady without Bel- Belichick? Well, we don't know. Exactly. We don't, we don't know. know. So it's the same thing with Mahomes. Does he transcend that? Well, he passes the eye test. And what I mean by that is that you look at him and you, he's just so much better than everyone else. It's, it's, it's like you look at him, you see Brett Favre. You look at him, you see Peyton Manning. You see like that level of he doesn't need a system. He is the system. Uh, I think that goes along with the brilliance of Andy Reid. Uh, you know, he built the system around Patrick Mahomes. No doubt. Uh, he uses uh, all the pieces around Patrick Mahomes to make him the focal point of that offense. And I think Patrick Mahomes is who he is because of Andy Reid. That's fair to say. Yeah. I mean, Andy Reid is a player's coach, right? Cliff? I agree. I agree. Uh, I mean, like you guys know, we we, we covered this. So it's, I, I love to see where everyone is right now because you guys are starting to make sense. I appreciate that. <laughs> um, but I do think Patrick Mahomes is going to be someone who falls in between. And it's kind of like a gift and a curse that he has Andy Reid right now because I still think that throughout his career, he will obviously transcend some systems just because he's just that good. But there's some teams today, like if, I mean, if you put Patrick Mahomes on the Saints with a team that doesn't have that many deep threats, he doesn't, he's, it's not going to be the same. He will still be great. But Andy Reid, no, Andy Reid knew what he needed the personnel to maximize Patrick Mahomes. And he's flourishing because they made the right personnel decisions. Well, it's the same. I mean, they're the, they're the, the Ravens that are three years into their project. And that's the thing is it's, you know, the Ravens are making a, they, they realize they have a quarterback who can do things that no other quarterback can do. So do the Chiefs. And what does Harbaugh do? He creates a system in which this guy can be successful. What is Andy Reid known for? Creating a system. He made Alex Smith look really good. He made Donovan McNabb look really good. So let's, let's give it up to Andy Reid and say, okay, he's making Patrick Mahomes look really good. Now, Patrick Mahomes is, Mahomes is also returning the favor. Oh, for sure. So for sure. I'm not saying that he's a scrub by any means. I'm just saying that, you know, great quarterback plus great coach equals rings. Yeah, and, and that's why they are where they are right now. I mean, there's no question about that. I was just saying, you know, because there was a quote that uh, Andy Reid had kind of said. He was in an interview, um, and they were talking about it, and he said, he's like, what do you do with Patrick? And, you know, I know, you know, it's a, it's it's an interview. You know, coaches kind of play around and stuff. But he was, he was very serious. He said, honestly, I just let Pat do what he needs to do. He said, I provide him with – the tools, so to speak, but I let Pat do what he needs to do. And so he's like, so when he's out there throwing no look passes, he said, I let him do what he needs to do. So I, I think that he green light. Right. 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 Pat's Pat's got the super green light that I don't think Andy is. Andy's such a really good um, leader in that, you know, it, much the same way a boss isn't going to micromanage what you do. I think that's what Andy does. Andy sees the talent and goes, OK, I'm going to let you do this. And if I see something, I'm going to let you know. Um, but I, I just think Pat is on such a such a high level. I, mean, I think the part question. people don't talk about with Pat a lot too. I've been seeing a lot of articles come out now, of course, because they're in the Super Bowl. So, you know, a lot of things are being talked about with him. But, um, they were talking about him in the, uh, you know, in the QB room. Like he's actually like a genius on the board. Like mm-hmm. it shows. So it's like when you have that type of knowledge and acumen of the offense and your talent is off the charts, that combined creates MVPs. Who does he remind you guys of? Like if there's one quarterback who's ever played, and plays a similar style as as Patrick Mahomes or success or arm strength, whatever you guys want to say. Like what? Who does he remind you of? Brett Favre without the picks. I almost want to say uh, a better Ben Roethlisberger. He's got a huge arm. Yeah. Okay. I can see okay. that. Yeah. He's okay. mobile. A little bit more mobile. He's a big guy. Yeah. 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 A little Shake better with his hips. hips. You know, Ben. Mm-hmm. Ben's a little. 
Ben's a little rough with his he's he's, he's he's a little he's a little, <laughs> little older. Now. Not Ben Roethlisberger right now. But <laughs> right, 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 right. Yeah, Ben Roethlisberger. In, you know, at the prime. time was yeah, you know prime. a top, easily a top five quarterback. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I think the Cliff doesn't agree with that, but <laughs> no. Listen, I'm I'm look, I'm not agreeable on a lot of things. But look, uh, I see someone tweet something about. It's like Mahomes plays how Jay Cutler thought he played. And I think that that's <laughs> no, seriously, seriously. No, like all jokes aside, I think like that is to me, that's the closest comparison, which just sounds really wild because Jay Cutler had a really crazy career. Almost sounds blasphemous, but yeah. But well, the thing is, well, if you guys actually watched Jay Cutler, which some of us did. You were I you was, Jay Cutler. I saw Jay Cutler. I, but listen, but listen, I, I like what I saw, but I, I mean, listen, I, well, listen, I'm a, I'm a, oh, I'm a Jay so Cutler. Much. I'm a Jay Cutler apologist, but the thing is not because of anything else, but look. Arm talent, off the charts. Decision-making, terrible. Pat Mahomes, decision-making, great. Arm talent, off the charts. Mobile, they're big guys. They're both really good athletes. He played. Uh, Pat Mahomes played baseball. Jay Cutler played basketball. Like, they're just great athletes. But I think Jay Cutler upstairs wasn't the same acumen-wise as Pat Mahomes is. And he also didn't have Andy Reid. Yeah, so, so we're talking about yeah. a direct comparison, though. Yeah, I'm talking, well, well, I mean, I mean, I'm talking yeah, like I mean, arm for arm, legs for legs. Okay. Like, Jay Cutler had a cannon, bro. But not like, decision. Just decision making. Just decision making. IQ by IQ. And I, don't, I don't know any other. What other quarterback do you guys know that plays as free as Mahomes does? Brett Favre. I mean, that's the easy answer, but I mean, like, actually. Oh, right else? now? I'm going to say Aaron Rodgers. Pre Matt LaFleur. I mean, nobody's going to disagree with you that he was the most free quarterback in, in the league before Matt LaFleur. But I'm saying, like, as far as, you know, when you look at him, who does he remind you of as far as. Like the way the offense is running, how everything works. To me, it it goes back to prime Peyton Manning, and not because Peyton Manning necessarily had the biggest arm in the league, not because he could. Obviously, he was not mobile. He's the opposite of mobile, but he commands the offense, and that's the thing with Patrick Mahomes. Why does Patrick Mahomes have great such such a great uh, decision making ability? Because he understands the ins and outs of the offense. He's got two, three, four hundred plays that he's got to remember, and he always knows exactly who's going to be open when they're going to be open and he's going to attack that spot and he's going to attack the weak point of the defense. He's going to change his play to attack the weak point of the defense. That reminds me of Peyton Manning. Okay. All right. And, and, and he doesn't make mistakes and well, let's, let's talk about the other guy, the guy on the other team, well, Jimmy Garoppolo. It, would you guys say that he's the MVP of the 49ers? No. What? It's just a question. Okay. Thank you. Cause it's a terrible question. <laughs> um, <laughs> The MVP of the 49ers is Kyle Shanahan. Through and through, hands down. I mean, why? Because because Kyle Shanahan makes every part of their offense interchangeable. I would say the runner-up would be George Kittle. My my pick is George Kittle. Best tight end in the game. Complete pit player. Pivotal to the run game. Best tight end in the game? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Dang. Not even close. Absolutely. So Travis Kelsey just... Not even close. Travis Kelsey is, is a pass. Is, he, he's a wide receiver. Just as bigger than everybody else. Fair. He's, Fair. Kittle's okay. complete. He's so Kittle's complete. your MVP. Yeah. He's pivotal to the run game, the, the success that they have. Um, and he's a voice in the locker room. You know? He's okay. a big okay. part of that team, man. Who you got, Tony? Uh, I got uh, I got two guys, actually. Um, I got uh, Nick Bosa, and I got DeForest Buckner. So you got the two guys with the most sacks on that team. On the number one defense in the league, so yes, George Kittle's great. Um, Garoppolo's playing really, really well, uh, especially because uh, you know a lot of people don't see him as a franchise. I shouldn't say franchise quarterback, but elite quarterback. Um, 
Shanahan obviously has put them in a position to win. I'm not taking away for anything for anybody. But what what wins championships, guys? Offense. Uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Offense. But the thing is, is that what's their offense known for? What do they do? They run the ball. They run the ball. They control the clock. Yes, they can score. And yes, like Jimmy G has proven uh, a couple times this season that he can be clutch if they need him to be. But what has won them games all year long? It's the number one defense in the league. Period. For sure. So my my MVPs are all their defensive linemen, but namely DeForest Buckner and Nick Bosa. Well, okay. So we, we kind of talked about who's the MVP for each team. Who's the X factor? So the guy that if he plays really well, he he changes the game. That he could he he could put you over the top. You guys, let's start with the Chiefs. Who's the X factor for the Chiefs? It's also easy. That's Tyreek Hill. Why? Because if Tyreek Hill is it, if they don't break one, at least one over the top with Tyreek Hill, they're not winning the game. But they have other weapons. You got Sammy Watkins. You got Travis Kelsey. You got Sammy Cole Wa- Hartman. Sammy Watkins. Yeah, what did I say? Travis Watkins. No, no, you, you, know, you said Sammy Watkins. I just thought you said he was a weapon. He is a weapon. He's not a weapon. Not, Ooh, you're shots, telling me. You're shots. telling me Tyreek Hill and Sammy Watkins are interchangeable. I never said that. You just. I just said. <laughs> I what never are you talking about? I you didn't say that. I didn't say they were interchangeable. I said he's Watkins a weapon. on the other side when you have to cover Tyreek Hill. Yeah, it's easy to leave Sammy Watkins. Sammy Watkins okay, is a weapon. Is he not he's a, a weapon for Pat Mahomes. He's a number two receiver. Is so he's he not really, a weapon for he's Pat a Mahomes. Three receiver. Thank you. Yeah, actually, <laughs> Michael Hardman is number two receiver. Oh, I was, okay, okay. Number and number I said Michael Hardman too. So what I'm saying is, if you if you somehow lock up Tyreek Hill, you're saying that they're they just. No, then, then you then you go to Kelsey. But the thing is, is that or Hardman or Watkins. Yeah, the, the, those guys are getting open deep. They don't need to get open deep. What? Like Tyreek Hill. Like Tyreek Hill. I'm not okay. saying that it's okay. like. I'm saying Tyreek Hill is going to make or break the game. Okay. Okay. Period. Cool. What you got? First, of, hold on. I'm sorry. Nico Hardman is running a four three. Uh, he's getting open down the field. Uh, and we're talking about receivers and Andy. Yeah, Reece but he system. can't catch. I mean, like he's a, he's he's good, but he's not Tyreek Hill. Oh, okay. Right. Look, fifty fifty ball. I'm, not, I'm just saying that he doesn't replace Tyreek Hill. Oh, yeah. Clip, okay. clip that because we're going to see if he catches a touchdown pass in the Super Bowl. I mean, yeah, he can catch, but he's not going to replace Tyreek Hill. He, can, he can't catch as a number one receiver. Can't He'll clip that. Clip that. Receiver. Okay, that's, that's hot, I guess. Cause, I mean, Andy Reid going to get you open. Yeah, he can be open all day, but if he has seven catches and three drops versus ten catches, hmm. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. We'll, 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 we're going to mark that down. We're going to put that. No, on the we're not going to mark that down. Mahomes to McCall Hardman. What do you think the pass rating is? I don't know. One fifty-one. Where does that rank? Probably high. first. First in the yeah, NFL. First in the NFL. Okay. How many targets? Done. How many targets? I don't didn't done say. Me. I didn't look don't that done up. Me. I didn't look that up. No, no, you know, no that matters. Done. That's it's a mic drop. He's got, he's got five targets. First, best of first in the NFL. Don't you ever disrespect McCall Hardman? He gets the deep ball. That's his job. And he does his job well. Exactly. Yeah, so we're making it, well, but yeah. we're making it seem like if you ask if, me who the X factor is, Tyreek Hill. If y'all say Miko Hardman can replace Tyreek Hill, no. y'all can just I'm leave. saying X factor. <laughs> no one said replacement. Tyreek Hill. If he gets shut down, nobody replaces what he can. And give what to the I'm Chiefs. saying is, if Tyreek Hill gets zero targets for zero yards or the, the three ch- targets for 300 yards, it's it it doesn't matter because. He's going to do what he needs to do regardless. What I'm saying is the person who has a tra- – if McCole Hardman has an amazing game, that's boom. That's extra. That's icing on the cake. Who's icing on the cake? Tyreek Hill is always Tyreek Hill. Who's icing on the cake? Yeah, but I'm saying – you're saying the X factor. Tyreek Hill, if Tyreek Hill does not show up, they lose the game. Disagree. Pat, Pat Mahomes is going to show up. 
Pat Mahomes is going to play. Yeah, because he's he's the MVP yeah, of that team. He's, he's the MVP if Tyreek Hill doesn't show up, they could still win. They could, but it's, if Tyreek Hill gets th- gets 150 yards and two touchdowns, they win. No question. If he gets not necessarily, if he, no, 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 no question. It's not a question. If they get, I, I don't, I don't if they get, you're telling me 150 yards when the team that they're playing has given up 250 total yards every week for the postseason. If there's one guy gets 150 Hill yards, come on, to the man. table. But what I'm saying is, he's all Tyreek Hill for all intents and purposes, and, and again for all intents and purposes is irrelevant. What? He's irrelevant to the game plan. What I'm trying to say is that yes, he is part of the game plan, but Tyreek is going to be Tyreek is going to Tyreek. Right? Let me ask you Pat's a question. Let me ask you a question. I'm going to ask all four of y'all a question. Okay. Who's the number two corner for the for the San Francisco 49ers? I couldn't tell you. Couldn't bro. tell you. Who? Ward? No idea. Is he a safety? Jimmy Ward or is he a safety? Jimmy Ward's a safety. Technically, uh, he plays their nickelback. I think he's. I cannot tell you. Something like that. All right. So y'all want to tell me that Tyreek is pointless right now, and you guys can't even tell me who the second best defender on that team is that covers wide receivers? I don't think that their so secondary far, Ty- is that good. Tyreek Hill is the number three targeted receiver on the team. Yeah, but he's what, how was his yardage? One hundred eight yards. Travis Kelsey has one hundred sixty four yards, thirteen receptions, and three touchdowns. Yeah, but what, they they do different things. So hold yeah. on, are you saying then Travis Kelsey Kelsey is the X factor for the Chiefs? No. I don't. I, no. <laughs> well, who would you say then? Mahomes is the X factor. No, he's he can't the, be the MVP no, and the, the X factor. Okay, Listen, tell me if why. Mahomes tell me why. has a huge game. He's going to spread the ball. So if Kelsey gets two touchdowns, Watkins gets a touchdown, and Tyreek Hill gets a touchdown, it's going to okay. be because of Patrick Mahomes. Okay. All right. You pick the easy way out, Cliff. Who's the X factor? <laughs> <laughs> who's right. who's the X factor? Who it is, man. Well, to finish, I'm sorry. To finish Tony's thought from before. Uh, the uh, Chiefs were without Tyreek Hill for like I think seven games this year, and they all, their offense was still fine because Andy Reid's coaching. But who'd they play? Did they play the number one defense? I don't they, know. I don't remember the seven games, but their offense was still good. Just saying, like, they, like, maybe maybe you should realize they're playing the Super Bowl. They're playing the best team, the other best team in the NFL right now. Yo, yeah. something's not right here. Me, me, and Cliff are agreeing on everything. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, I don't know <laughs> what's going on. I feel very attacked. Yeah, I know. Matter, it doesn't matter if Sammy Watkins. It doesn't matter if Sammy Watkins gets two hundred yards. Tyreek Hill gets a hundred. It, it, Mahomes is the X factor because if Mahomes has a bad game, they lose. If Mahomes has a great game, they can win. That, that makes him the MVP. That's every, icing that's, on the cake. Yeah, but no. hold on. That's every quarterback in the NFL. That's true. You could say that. You can make that argument for hey, every quarterback. Yeah, it's, in the except, most, it's the most except Jimmy Garoppolo because he doesn't matter. Um, okay. <laughs> well, his job is just not to throw a pick. <laughs> so he Jimmy G could be an X factor then. No, not at all. Icing Stop. on the cake. Well, no. hold on. We're talking about Chiefs. The Chiefs sure. X factor is, is Tyrant Matthew. If okay, he I can, can see that. oh my, that's, no, no, that's what that. I was going to say. This is incredibly weird, but please carry <laughs> on. Right, so tell me why. If, um, if he know, can stop if the trash talk and skip Bayless. If he, can, <laughs> <laughs> if he can help slow down the run, uh, obviously he makes plays in, you know, when Jimmy throws the ball, because Jimmy can throw picks if he's tempted to, because he's okay. He's mediocre, but that's my boy still, but he just, I, but, um, <laughs> if we can just get him in, you know, backhanded compliment. <laughs> if we can just get him in some situations where he's got to make reads, I think that Tyrant can make a play or, you know, it will just make a big play. And I think he's going to be the X factor because he, I think he's their leader of the defense. Yeah. If I had to pick one, I don't think it's on the, because the offense is going to take care of itself. I don't worry about that. It's their defense. Agree. Agree. Seriously. Like you, you took all my points. I, I think Tyron Matthews, not just X factor for this game, but he's been the X factor for the Chiefs all season. He's the reason why they're significantly better this year than they were last year. His presence on the defensive end is what is changing the Chiefs. Because, again, the offense 
pretty much the same. I mean, it hasn't really changed. I mean, yes, you know, they lost Kareem Hunt and they lost a couple of guys, but I mean, Chiefs offense continues to roll, but that defense, you know, and, and again, it's not just Tyron Matthew. Yes, they brought in Frank Clark. They brought in some of the pieces, but Tyron Matthew is big, big. And I think if he has a great game, that's icing on the cake. Uh, what about uh, San Francisco 49ers? Who's the X factor for them? I think that that's a little bit harder. The X factor is Kyle Shanahan. I, I, I'm sorry, Cliff. So how can he be the MVP? No, the no, 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 hold on, hold on, Cliff. But Kyle Shanahan's not going to get MVPs on the field. We're trying to we're trying to run a sports podcast here, man. What are y'all doing? <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> Kyle Shanahan just the only guy who does anything for bro, the Niners. I, he he is their offense, bro. If you if he does He's not their scheme coach. you open, if he does not scheme you open, nothing's happening. He makes Debo work. He makes George work. He makes Jimmy work. He makes the run game work. Without his scheme, like if if his game plan isn't right, I don't care. Like no one on their offense scares me. He made the defense work. No, that's why he's. That's what we're talking about offense right now. No, we're talking about the X factor. Well, they're gonna have to score points to keep up in this game, are they not? Maybe not. Maybe the defense grounds Patrick Mahomes. Somewhere. All right, put that up. Put that down. Oh, hold on, hold on. Well, last down. year, yeah. last we year we see crazier things. Well, last year we had the number one offense in the league playing against the Patriots, and they put up a whole ten points. So like I said, we've seen crazier things. It's it's seen it, last year we expected the, the final score of the Super Bowl to be like in the thirties or forties. College each football team. game. Yeah. And they the final score is thirteen and ten. So uh, that's y'all's fault for thinking that. It's funny it's Bill Belichick. <laughs> so I'm sorry, go ahead. Patrick Holmes was on the field. No, but what I'm just saying, like the Jared Goff with things the, happen, the run game, like this no, I'm not hearing that. Things things in the Super Bowl diff- change. Because well, I understand that's that's a good point, but I don't think that that last year's Super Bowl has any dynamic that's remotely similar to this one. What if I Pat don't. freezes? This is first Super Bowl. This is a big. Yeah, yeah. Almost, you know how much happen. pressure there is on this oh, kid the, right now. The first quarter is going to be hard to watch. I guarantee you, the first quarter. I mean, how old is Pat? Twenty four. Yeah, something. Like twenty four, twenty three. That's yeah. a lot of pressure, man. You imagine being twenty three years old having to lead an offense into the Super Bowl. Well, I mean, they're both facing that. That's my thing. Is is both teams are facing that? Kansas but folded under pressure yet, though. But this is Kansas City's. This is their window, though. Pat Mahomes hasn't been paid yet. They, they've barely shelled out money to really anybody. I mean, this is the time to do it. This is the window. No, that's a little dramatic. Well, I don't think so. <laughs> Patrick Mahomes this is a window like opportunity. 23, bro. Yeah, dramatic. okay. And then you give all your money to Pat Mahomes. So where else does your money go? Uh, I mean, like, we just, we just, we just, we're not getting draft picks because you're going to be good, right? We just talked about Miko Hardman. Who had a crazy pass rating? As long as Andy Reid's coaching and he got Pat, like I'm fine, bro. That's fair. That's we'll fair. be all right. That's we'll be okay. That's we'll be okay. Hey, right. y'all don't like Sammy Watkins, but Sammy Watkins looks great in Kansas City. I said Sammy we'll Watkins right. is fine. We'll be okay. <laughs> Holden, who do you think the X factor is for the uh, Niners? Mostert. Okay. The Chiefs have allowed 128 rushing yards in the regular season this year. That's and, a lot. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah, that's and a lot Raheem Mostert has over 400 yards rushing this. Postseason, ridiculous. So if they most, keep, of, most of it if was they in that can, one game. Two twenty yeah, last game. If they yeah. can keep, yeah. if they can keep running the ball and keep Mahomes sidelined, that's how they win the game. That's how they win the game, right there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Titans uh, saw the same thing. Hmm. See, but I'm a, see my, my X factor isn't isn't. I'm going to go back to defensive side of the ball. The X factor for me is Quan Alexander, mm. and okay. I say that because he's going to pretty much be one on one coverage with uh, Kelsey most of the game because he's he's a big guy. It's big. He runs a four or five, so he's gonna be able to keep up with Kelsey. He's great coverage linebacker, great coverage linebacker. So, you know, maybe they put a safety on him. You know, I'm not in their war room, so I don't know. But if he can stop Kelsey, you know, who knows? 
Because like Kelsey's that. Kelsey's going to get a lot of your you know your your half two situations, your third and threes, third and fives. Like that's that's Kelsey's game. He's he's a red zone threat. If you put a guy his size on him, his speed, who knows? I like that. You know what's amazing though? What's that? Fun fact: When the 49ers played the Ravens this year in the regular season, Ravens were red hot. Ravens were killing it. Everybody's talking about Lamar uh, Lamar Jackson. You know who the 49ers didn't have when they played him? Quan Alexander. Yeah, and they only allowed three points in the second half to the Ravens. Yeah, that just shows how amazing. Yeah, with their a back, with, yeah. is. and Quan is a big upgrade over their backup <laughs> linebacker. And not not taking anything away, just you know, Quan does things as a middle linebacker that most outside linebackers are capable of as far as, you know, his coverage abilities and his speed. Um, he, he fills a lot of gaps on that defense. And I think we kind of saw it last week a little bit. Um, or not last week, last uh, the, with the uh, NFC Championship uh, against uh, Green Bay when they just, they got shut down. We saw, okay. we, we talked about that, you know, last episode, but they, that time to get healthy is really make it paying off right now. So so. This is reminiscent of, what year was it? When they played the Ravens in the Super Bowl? They had Justin Smith on the line, Patrick Willis, mm-hmm. all those Hall of Famers on the defense. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I could see that. Look, I'll, I'll give you two X factors for the Niners for me. Uh, one on the defensive end of the, of the ball and the other one on the offensive end. Um, I'll start I'll start with the defensive end. I think, um, you know, and I mean, it's obviously easier to say this, but, you know, Nick Bosa, I think um, if Nick Bosa starts tearing stuff up, putting pressure on, on Pat Mahomes, putting pressure on that line, um, there's no question, you know, Pat Mahomes won't be able to do what he does if he can't get away from Nick Bosa. I mean, that, that guy tears it up. Um, so defensively, I think he, he could be a big X factor offensively. Um, you know, and, and you guys could say what you want, but I, I think it's Jimmy G, you know, um, a lot of people have said before, Oh, you know, let, if we can somehow take away the run game and, and Steve Spagnuolo is a good defensive coordinator. Um, not great, but you know, he's a good, he's a good defensive coordinator. If they can somehow take away, <laughs> Sorry, if they can somehow like take that. it, you're not great. Like, all right, he's employed. Look, man, everybody, look, you can be employed. Doesn't mean you're good at your job. Where you shout out to Vance Joseph. Oh, right. my yeah, bad. Yeah, shout yeah. out, shout out to Marvin Lewis. <laughs> yeah, okay. All right. We taking shots now, but if they somehow find a way to take away that run game, then the X factor has to be Jimmy Garoppolo. So, you know, a lot of people have said before, as a matter of fact, Cliff, I think you said this before, right? Make Jimmy beat you. Jimmy's not going to beat you, right? If Jimmy beats you, what can you say to that, right? Live with it. So I think he's a big X factor. If Jimmy plays well, Jimmy's making passes that we've never seen him make all year. Uh, that's that's a guaranteed W. I don't think he needs to make passes he doesn't hasn't made all year. If he's forced to, I think he just needs to make the passes he has made all year. Ooh, okay. That's all he needs to do. Okay. He just, I mean, I'm not saying he needs. He's definitely going to have to throw for more than like a hundred yards. Right, right. But. He doesn't need to do anything crazy. You just need him to, you know, just you just need to keep him from sinking the ship. So, uh, you know, we always talk about that. He doesn't need to be a game manager, but when it's third and six, third and seven, they need to convert that. They can't be punting the ball to to Patrick Mahomes. So, I agree with you, Tiago. I think he needs to. I think he needs to uh, play very well. But I don't think he he needs to be the reason that this team necessarily wins. He just needs to be this team. The thing, the reason that this team doesn't lose. So, like I said, convert these third third mediums, third okay. and five, third and sevens. Make sure that you're you're taking care of your team, moving the chains, because that's what this team does. This team doesn't. I mean, they can. They have the weaponry that they can push the ball downfield if they want to. But if they're just moving the chains, they're they're kosher. They're good. They're really rolling. 
They just need to beat Trent Dilfer Jr. That's it. That's it. That's it. <laughs> they have they have the defense. No to disrespect win. to you, Trent. We love you, Trent. They have the defense to win. So I mean, we're kind of getting to the next section, but and I'll just go ahead and, and run it. But the uh, the you know my prediction with the whole thing is I think it's going to be Niners thirty one twenty four, and I think if they keep we've we've said this before if they keep Patrick Mahomes under thirty points they win, and the reason I say that is just because as long as they can keep the chains moving and keep the ball in their hands, even if they're going down and just kicking a field goal every once in a while, they got to put the ball in the end zone. I cannot stress that enough. They have to put the ball in the end zone. They cannot be just kicking field goals, but they have the number one defense in the league. They have the number one third down defense in the league. Their first and second down defense is top five, but their third down defense is elite because they're teeing off on the quarterback. Let those guys go put pressure on Mahomes. I think Mahomes, I, you know, I'll say it this way. First first team to get a stop wins or first first team to get a turnover wins. And that's going to be the game. It's going to be that close. So what you say, 31-24? Yeah, 31-24 Niners. I'm, I'm going to write this down because we're going to come back okay. to this. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Niners. Okay. I, think, I think the Niners win the Super Bowl this year. Hold on, what you got? Similar. I've got, I've got uh, 49ers 34-28. to 28. Mm. Got a couple stats written down. Okay, tell me. What, what Mahomes gets four touchdowns. Okay. Four touchdowns, no field goals. He throws okay. one interception to Mr. Richard Sherman. Oh. And that's <laughs> the reason they lose. Oh. Garoppolo is going to get two touchdowns, about 250 yards, zero interceptions. 49ers have four sacks. That one interception, two field goals. I think that's out there. And then Richard Sherman walks right up to Aaron Andrews and looks at her and says, Don't you ever question. (laughs) Cliff, what you got? All right. So I got Chiefs. I got Chiefs. I'm going to go. I'm going to go 38 24. I'm going to take the Chiefs. Uh, How does that happen? How does it go down? So I'm a, well, if people don't know, I'm an Arizona Cardinal fan. So I watched a lot of San Francisco 49er games. They have one Achilles heel. That I think is going to show his ugly head in the Super Bowl. The Niners only struggle playing against one type of quarterback. It's a very specific type. Quarterbacks who can break the pocket give them problems. You can see that in the division. You can see, look how good Russell Wilson plays against them. Out of, um, out of the regular season, there's only three quarterbacks who put up over 100 passer rating on them, and two of them was Kyler Murray. And the, one, the other one was Drew Brees in a shootout when they played in New Orleans. Were those wins or losses? Those were losses, but they were playing against the Arizona Cardinals, and it was closer than it should have been. Okay. They were a much better team through and through. It's tough but, to judge divisional games. And it is, and that's true. That's You're right. But they also struggle against the Seahawks, where Russell Wilson escapes the pocket. And then they also struggle against Lamar Jackson, another quarterback who can escape the pocket. Now, I understand none of those guys are Patrick Mahomes, but the thing is, Patrick Mahomes is an improviser. He can get out. He can make your DBs cover a lot longer. And I think that the DBs on the Niners, they are good, but I think they are made... They look a lot better because of the pressure that they get in. So if that pressure is negated because they can't get a handle on Mahomes and he's scrambling around, he's making plays, that's going to be a long day for them. And the thing is, I have the Chiefs up by you know a few touchdowns here just because it's going to come out to a point where they're going to have to move the ball, they're going to have to score, and it's going to speed up Jimmy. And I, I just I like Jimmy. I don't think that he's of that caliber. So that's my – there you go. Who you got, Tiago? I got the Niners, and um, I have them. Ooh, I love three. it. I love it. Yes, let me be by myself. <laughs> I, yes, I have that by three. Now, what was it? What's your score? I have. Oh yeah, I'm putting you on the spot. Yeah, it's, uh, did you not know we were going to talk about this? Give me 2017. Okay. 
It's a low scoring affair. And the thing is, first of all, I don't think anybody scores in the first quarter. Just just nerves. Just, you know, it's a big game. They were off for a week. Um, You know, so first quarter is just, hey, let's just get out of the way. Uh, Second quarter is going to be even kind of tougher. It's going to be kind of a slow grind. And then I think um, I think the Niners get on the board with a touchdown, probably a rushing touchdown. Um, and then I think Pat Mahomes, but I think they eat up a lot of time. So I think Pat Mahomes gets the ball. He gets close to forcing that touchdown, but it doesn't quite happen. They kick a field goal, right? So I think the score at the half is seven to three Niners. Ooh. Then I think it picks up a little bit. You know, then we got some J-Lo. Then we got some Shakira. And then uh, <laughs> and that's then, why it picks up. Right, right. Then it picks up. Everybody's, you know, everybody got the blood flowing. Um, no, so then it, it, it picks up um, in the third quarter. And then um, I think that uh, Pat Mahomes finally gets that touchdown. Then we got, what, 10 to 3. I think the Niners start. I think they really start pounding. And then as soon as it gets into that fourth quarter, the Chiefs are down. Uh, Pat's got a fight. Um, the 49ers just kind of keep it even keel. Ends up being 2017. That's a hot take, bro. That's that's the hottest. And it breaks my heart because I love Pat Mahomes. Yeah, my wife loves Pat Mahomes. Your wife Chiefs. loves Pat Mahomes. Yeah, I don't want to talk about that too much. But um, it, it's I, I lo- and I love Andy Reid. I love Andy Reid. Like I want him to win that chip. You know, um, he's one of my favorite coaches, like ever. You know, seeing him with the Eagles, seeing him have so much faith again in Michael Vick, and and just he's such a player's coach. It's hard not to not to like Andy Reid. Everybody loves Andy Reid, so I really want him to win. But my heart's telling me Chiefs, but. My mind's telling me the Niners. Now, with that said, I love Pat Mahomes. I love everything that he's doing. Uh, we talked a lot about quarterbacks. So uh, my question to you guys is, um, you know, win or lose, is Pat Mahomes the best quarterback in the, in the NFL right now? Here's the question, right? Okay. Answer my question with the question. Go ahead. I'm, that's exactly what I'm going to do. This is what I like to do, just, for, just like basketball, just like when we're talking about LeBron and Jordan. Okay. We're doing a fantasy draft right now. Okay. You're the owner of the Miami Dolphins, and you got the number one pick. <laughs> the you're Miami. Gonna, right, let me think real quick. Of the worst team in the league right now. You're, Miami you're the Dolphins. owner of the okay. Miami Dolphins, Go. and they're shaking up the league. And, and you I can, can pick, pick any, any quarterback. player that you want for your team for one season to win the chip. One season. So any quarterback, any, though. Well, yeah. Let's, let's just, say let's for just all, assume for you're going to pick a quarterback okay. for this one. Okay. Who are you picking? I'm picking Pat Mahomes. You're picking Pat Mahomes. I'm picking Pat. Who are you picking, Tony? Um. Yeah, yeah. Think about it. Yeah, no, Cliff? Pat, Pat Mahomes. Pat Mahomes, for sure. Pat Mahomes? Cliff, what do you think? The best quarterback in the league is Garner Minshew. What? That is the hottest of I mean, hot since, takes. Since we're talking rhetorical Even Gardner Minshew right now is like, what? <laughs> <laughs> we're talking like we're asking crazy questions. Like, Garner Minshew. Okay. We all know the answer to this question. Garner Minshew is taking this <laughs> no, podcast. No, it's a legitimate question because, you know, I mean, you got Drew Brees, Aaron Rodgers. You've got some people to think about. Who would you pick? For Matt what? Stafford? No. <laughs> It's, it's making you tear I'm up. I'm thinking about it. I really, I don't. I mean, you don't know. Wait, you between, don't know what quarterback you would select. I don't believe it's you. tough, man. It's I, you who? got Mahomes. It, Mahomes. There's there's some good quarterbacks. Drew out there. Breeze is excellent. He's old. Let me know his other quarterbacks. One season, man. One, one this season. is one season. This still. is right now. This isn't about yeah, You know what's going on in the future. His his shoulder's been. And I three. love Drew Breeze. Still, he's not. He's not yeah, better no, than Pat Mahomes right you know, now. I, it's just a tough question. It, it is. A I don't tough think he's question. better. Who is the best right quarterback in the, Pat in the NFL right now? It, you know, I could I'm agree with Tom super Brady. Surprised that like this is even like like it's hard. It is, who like who? I just want like who would you pick? 
I mean, he it's said between Drew Brees. those three guys. Between Brees, Rogers. It's between those three guys. Between those three guys. I, Mahomes is excellent, but Mahomes did not have the best seat. Even though, forget about the well, injury. He was out he a couple not, games. No, I know. But you know. when he was playing, he does not have the best passer rating. He doesn't have the lowest. I mean, he, total. he was he up there. Have the highest road. He, he was up there in in, in, in passer rating. I mean, yeah, the injury kind of derailed him. And yes, you, you can't compare his numbers this year to the MVP numbers last year. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah but, but I mean, he, he's, people have had a year to figure him out. I mean, they haven't figured him out. I, they, I agree. He's definitely, I'm not saying he's a scrub at all. He's right, right. No, no, I hear what you're saying. It's just not, right now for me, it is not just cut and dry. Patrick See, Mahomes is on a different level because who's the MVP this year? It's Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson folded under pressure right in the playoffs. I want right. to pick Lamar no, Jackson. For sure but did. I mean, that's all. It's no, not, no, I, I don't, don't think it's a saying. cut and dry. You're saying answer. that there are others. They, there should. It's a. It's a. It's a bigger conversation than than. Well, the we good. Think. The good thing about being in management, or if you're the the head of a team, or you're the GM, you're the manager. Um, the best part about that is that there's more than one person in the room, and everyone probably smack you in the face. If you <laughs> <take> <laughs> no, you know that you're just like Gardner Minshew. Well, Gardner I'm, Minshew, I, I, obviously, I, I'm joking because Patrick Mahomes is not even. It's not even close. Gardner Hyperbole. Minshew is taking this podcast into the GM, going, "See, see, I'm <laughs> no. the best. Pay me, bro. I'm team. I'm team Minshew mustache, shorts, the whole nine. Like what about whatever. Foles? What about him? What about Foles? Foles, Foles should have retired. So after you're Minshew saying that Mahomes is on a completely, completely other level, completely different than Drew Brees level. and Aaron Rodgers. Today, right I'd have to agree. Today, yes. absolutely, it's not on even a completely close. Completely different level. Yeah, not even close. I mean, Rodgers, Drew Brees can't throw a deep ball right now. Rogers Period. is the second, but yeah. Well, well, okay, okay, okay. Here, okay, okay. I hear what you're saying. Here's the only other person. If Pat Mahomes did not exist right now, the only we other person I would take is Russell to Wilson. To make this work? I, I, I would take Russell Wilson. I mean, I see Drew Brees. Drew Brees is great, but he's getting old. I, I, that's the only reason I wouldn't do it. There's only two right answers here, and Tiago has the other one. <laughs> that's it. That's it. I, I don't know, man. I see, I see Holden's Drew Brees love because, like, you guys know me. I'm a, I think Drew Brees is the greatest quarterback of all time. That's a, that's an off season conversation. You wouldn't be wrong in saying that, yeah, though. Yeah, that's, a, that's an off season conversation that we're going to have. Stay tuned. But, uh, I think that, you know, for the last five years, you know, to Holden's point, he, he's been consistently elite. And for the past two years, Patrick Mahomes consistently elite. So, I can understand the wanting to go for the longer sense of consistency, but there are things that Mahomes can do that Drew Brees can't, and there is nothing that Drew Brees can do that Patrick Mahomes can't. Yeah, there's things Mahomes do, does that. that no one does. I mean, yeah. it, it's he's incredible. He he's top two, and he's not two. Yeah, I think you can plug him into facts. I think there's 32 offenses in the league that he fits in. Yeah, agree. Honestly. And, and a couple in the XFL and CFL. Everywhere. All of those. I put them on an NBA team. Is Pat that, Mahomes is amazing. Yeah. Is Pat, that not true for Russell Wilson and Drew Brees, though? And yeah, I mean, it, it, yeah, but... but uh, for Russell Wilson, I don't, Drew Brees right now, bro, I don't know about that. But Aaron Rodgers had an incredible season. Yeah, but he just doesn't have... Mm. He doesn't have the physical ability that he once had. He's getting old, bro. I'm not saying he's hit the cliff. I'm not saying he's trash, but he's... He's right up there with Tom Brady, where it's like they're fitting really well in what they do, but if you take them out of their... Their habitat, they're gonna they're gonna struggle a little bit. Maybe they're not trash. Maybe they're still a top twenty quarterback or top ten quarterback. I mean, you tell me the difference between Teddy Bridgewater and Drew Brees right now today. 
with Sean Payton. Okay, that's a little disrespectful. I understand. I understand the point that you're trying to. I understand the is point it? that you're trying yeah. to. Make. Yeah, yeah, is no, it? he is more seventy seventy four percent number one accuracy. Yeah, yeah, he's more for quarterback. Come on, for, for I'm talking. We're talking about this year. Yeah, yeah, I'm talking about this year. Yeah, and Teddy Bridgewater. How, how many games did he play? How okay. many games did he start? Stop it. Stop. And how many? We got to shut that down right now. That's disrespectful. I love it. Disrespectful. I love it. Everyone, everyone at home listening, think about it. It's disrespectful. Because we're not talking about we're not talking about thirty year old Drew Brees. I'm talking about Drew Brees today. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'd still take Drew Brees today over Teddy Bridgewater. In the NFL this year. I'd still take him over Teddy Bridgewater. There's a reason why Sean Payton still took him over Teddy Bridgewater. Like, you understand, he came back. His thumb still wasn't 100%. He said, put Drew in. No disrespect to Teddy. Taysom Hill. I'm take Taysom Hill over. (laughs) Well, he plays every position. He's my receiver. He's my quarterback. (laughs) Yeah, he throw the ball. He catch the ball. No, no. In, In all seriousness, though, I mean... You know, let's not disrespect. I can't Drew believe Brees, you just said what's the difference between Teddy Bridgewater and Drew Brees. That's so today. disrespectful. That's today. So disrespectful. Today. So disrespectful. I, today. I, knew, I knew something was wrong when we were just agreeing with each other. I knew something was wrong. You knew it was going to take I a knew, I knew he was going to say Ooh. something so outlandish, so it's blasphemous. Gonna, All right, hold on, I understand hold on, the emotional so, connection. So I understand it. I've had it's a, more I've than had emotional. A, I've had a minute to look up the statistics. Oh, boy. You know. We're analytical people here, everybody except Cliff, because Cliff doesn't like when the numbers prove him wrong. He don't like numbers. Because y'all don't watch the games. That's the problem. What? That's the problem. He said, I believe in the, the eye problem. test. 67.9% completion percentage rating for Teddy Bridgewater this season. Mm. 74% for Drew Brees. Nice. Mm. Mm. That's big. That's big. Nine, nine, nine touchdowns, two picks. Uh for Bridgewater, shout out to my boy. He he played well. He's a good quarterback. No if you didn't know, he was a starter his entire career before he got injured. So they I mean, you're talking two to me if I, like, I don't know. I'm just saying in his in his world system this year, did we see a drop off when Drew Brees sat down? I just think you're slamming Drew Brees a I'm bit. I'm not. I, I, I'm, no, I'm it, asking it, it honest questions. Like it. it feels like I don't because, think because y'all love question. Drew Brees. Okay, okay. answer right. the question. Right. We also didn't right. see a drop off whenever Matt Castle took over for Tom Brady. Hold on, hold on. We're not getting into all that. But my thing is this: Drew Brees this season. 27 touchdowns, four picks. Teddy Bridgewater, nine touchdowns, two picks. Who's to say that he doesn't go through 18 more touchdowns with zero picks? But just that right there says the ratio is still on Drew Brees' side. Drew Brees is still an elite quarterback. He's still going to win you games. He's still going to be the reason. Oh, and by the way, his long this season was 61 yards. I don't know if that was like a two-yard slant that turned into 61 yards. But <laughs> like that could go a million different ways. Look, but we don't, but, we the, don't the, the reason, but the point is this, is they he moves the ball down the field. And so even even if he can't drop it, dime somebody from 60 yards, he doesn't need to because he fits that off, that offense. So going back to our original point. Well, how you just ended it is the most important part, but we'll let that go. Look, we just, still taking, the point is you're still taking Drew. I'm taking yeah. Drew. Today, tomorrow, twice on Sunday. But are you taking over Patrick Mahomes? No. Never. Not is Patrick close. Mahomes a top 10 quarterback completion percentage this year? No, but no. he's not. That's not his game. What's his average? I, know, but, I mean, we can make this discussion. And, we can and, make and, it. and the thing is, that's drops too. If you watch the Chiefs. Well, it's not just that. What's his average, what's his average throwing distance? What's the average distance with ball in the air? That's going to come into it because Drew Probably Brees is double like, what Drew Brees is. Yeah, Drew Brees it's is true. running screens, bubble routes, slants. Like he's running a and, five and yard. It's not curl. that he's not accurate. Again, there are drops. If you've seen the Chiefs play, like the, it's literally in their hands, and it's like I'm like, yo, who's is, is that me out there? Like, how are you I'll dropping? Take, <laughs> so I, I don't know. What's I'll take going a fifty percent. I'll take a fifty percent completion rating if every other play 
you have an inc- if you have an incompletion and then a twenty yard pass, incompletion, twenty yard pass, yeah, incompletion, pa- twenty yard pass, no question. What like it doesn't matter. The game is different. Like I said, man, he's top two and he's not two. Holden, hey, you're a guest for a reason. Well, <laughs> <laughs> you know, no, no. At, at, at triple overtime, three OT, we welcome nothing we but welcome love. All our guests, nothing Absolutely. but love. We will treat you like you are one of us. So buckle up. <laughs> yeah, man. not not well, not well. But um, well, we'll leave it at that. We'll leave everything uh, to this Sunday. So make sure that you guys get on uh, our Instagram page at Three OT Podcast. Tell us what you guys think. Who's going to win? Twitter uh, too. Your predictions. Yeah, we're on Twitter too. So let us know what you guys think. Now uh, we're actually going to move on to another segment of our show. The segment of the show is called Quotes. It's a new segment that we were going to start uh, this week, and it's it's been in the works. Um, and usually, the way that this segment works is. Um, Whoever's hosting this week will read off the quotes and the rest of us has to pick and choose uh, who said that quote. Right. So it's kind of, you know, it's an interesting thing. We'll really kind of pick up on it uh, next week as well. But what we thought we'd do is uh, we're going to change the format a little bit. So uh, everyone's going to know the answer for this week's segment of quotes because the answer to every quote is Kobe Bryant. So we want to take a look at some really great Kobe Bryant quotes in honor of um, one of the greatest basketball players to ever do it so Holden, give me a quote this is a popular one uh said my brain it will not process failure it will not process failure he says it twice because if i have to sit there and tell myself you are a failure then i think that's almost worse than dying and uh i think that that's something that kobe bryant never was never was a failure not as a father not as a basketball player not as a friend or a teammate uh, Kobe Bryant was the best, best of the best. Well said, well said. That was powerful. I, I, I love that quote. I think it, it shows really in the way that he played too. He, he refused to give up at any point in time. I, I love that. That's a powerful quote. Cliff, what you got? So, uh, Kobe was interviewed during one of the practices, uh, a few years ago. And, uh, the reporter asked him a question, something along the lines of, uh, how do you feel about your peers, you know, um, saying, you know, how good you are at this or, uh, you know, your, your game on the court, like you're so good at this, you're so good at that. He's like, do those, you know, do those help you? Those, those inspire you? Like, do they make you feel a certain type of way? And his answer was very Kobe. Like, he was just like, honestly, he's like, I don't care about any of them. And like, I know that might seem kind of cold, but to me, like, I understand it hundred percent because it's like, he's working his butt off daily because that's something that he wants to do. That's his dream. And if he's executing it to his standards, which is very high because he's a hard worker, then everyone else's opinion is irrelevant because I'm going to show up and do what I have to do every day. And so that type of detail motivation, it's like the, the one, like the one mind focus to just lock in and do what I have to do. That to me, that's just synonymous with Kobe Bryant. Mama mentality right there. That's you know, it. I don't care about nobody else because I'm going to do me and I'm going to be the best of the best because I'm worried about me. That's it. I think, and it's so interesting because like looking at these quotes and I feel like Kobe, I feel like Kobe's so calculated, but he's calculated in a way that it's natural. Like it's second nature to him to be calculated. It's who he is. Man. It's who he is. Yeah. It's, it's an immense amount of focus. And I think that um, the symbol of what Kobe Bryant is, it, that that's really why, because look, n- nobody in this room knew Kobe Bryant personally, to my knowledge, right? Um, so Yet, when we heard the news, it literally felt like someone we knew, a family member, right? That's how hard it hit. And I feel like Kobe, um, I feel like he really 
you know, that's, that's the kind of impact that he had. Um, here, this is a quote that I really liked um, from him. It's from a video. He said, the lesson I cherish the most is how important it is to love what you do. If you love what you do and it's making you happy, all the hard work and perseverance will pay off. I once had a guidance counselor tell me that I shouldn't play basketball, that it would never amount to anything for me. His negativity towards me made me stronger. You can't stop people from limiting your dreams, but you can stop them from becoming a reality. I encourage you to always be curious, always seek out the things that you love, and always work hard when you find them. And I love that quote because, you know, we think, you know, oh, you know, Kobe's a killer on the court. He's a killer. He, he approaches everything that he does with that focus, and he does. And it's because he loved what he did, whether that was being on the basketball court, whether that was being a father uh, with his family, whether that was being a friend. He loved what he did, and he put his 100% into that. You, and you got to respect it. Yeah, he, uh, you know, I keep saying mama mentality, but. There's a reason, man. Like he created a culture. He was his own individual. And that individualism, you know, I, I've I've said it, you know, it's like one of the things that you know, there's only one of you. And Kobe understood that. Kobe understood there would never be another Kobe. You know, we always thought we you know, we've seen the quote, you know, he doesn't want to be the next Michael Jordan, he wants to be the only Kobe Bryant. He was the only Kobe Bryant. He had nobody that he was looking up to. He had nobody that he compared himself to except the guy he was yesterday. And that to me, whew, like we can all learn something from that. We can all, every one of us in the entire, on the entire planet can strive to be better than we were yesterday. Um, I've got to go. I've got one here and uh, it's, it, it's mostly about basketball, but to me it's on, it's about everything. So it says, I'll do whatever it takes to win games. Whether it's sitting on a bench, waving a towel, handing a cup of water to a teammate, or hitting the game-winning shot. And to me, like, that shows exactly what Kobe was. Everybody always says Kobe was shoot first, pass later. He was not a team player, however you guys want to say it. Kobe, in the, in the, in the uh, same arrogance that he had to say, hey, I'm going to be the best player I can be. Hey, I am the best player has the humility to say if if he doesn't need to be the best player at that moment, he's going to give up that responsibility. He has the humility to say, I'll do whatever it takes to win. And that just went, obviously, you know, it went through his basketball career, but it also went through his family life. I mean, I can't think of a celebrity with as uh, public of a family life as Kobe as successful. Obviously, we don't know what's going on behind closed doors, but there's a reason that his family always seemed happy. There was a reason he was always seen with his family. How often did you really see him and he didn't have at least one of his daughters or his wife with him? Like he was a family man, and him as a family man was better. He, he made sure that he, you know, maybe he gave some things to uh, Vanessa Bryant, his wife, that, you know, he, he, there was a little give and take in their relationship. He was willing to do that because he was willing to, he wanted to win as a husband. He wanted to win as a father. He wanted to win as a friend, as we were speaking earlier. So it really shows you what Kobe is. Kobe's the kind of person that he's willing to take the back seat as long as it leads to success in everything in his life. Agreed. Agreed. 
Yeah, the the NBA community um, is in in shambles, I, I think, and it's um, you know it's it's tough on anybody. Really, um, the whole world, you know, um, you know, Kobe Bryant was legendary, you know, and and be because of this tragedy, the world in a way has stood still. Mamba mentality was more than just something Kobe said, more than something Kobe did. It was, it, it transcended that. It was a symbol. And as sad as it is, I feel like this is something that Kobe, um, this is, I feel like this is the way Kobe would have wanted these words to go. And, and it's a quote that he said. He said, have a good time. Life is too short to get bogged down and be discouraged. You have to keep moving. You have to keep going. Put one foot in front of the other. Smile and just keep on rolling. Kobe, we will smile. We will keep on rolling. And um, we hope that the NBA will follow in uh, your very large footsteps and um, continue to deliver greatness. The very same greatness that you inspired many beyond the sports world to attain. He was a man who needed no introduction. He was a celebrity who didn't need a last name. Oprah, Beyonce, Kanye. Kobe. Everyone knew Kobe. And uh, we will never forget Kobe being Brian. That's it for us at uh, Triple Overtime 3OT Podcast. I want to thank Holden for joining us today. We have Cliff and Tony as usual and myself. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at 3OT Podcast. Of course, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, or wherever it is that you listen to podcasts.